0: Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. Pre welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website. ParentsRightsInEd.org and like us on Facebook. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey guys, today is Thursday the 12th of January and I'm going to take a little bit of a break from the Oregon Department of Education new guidelines on um, transgender expansive policies, and share with you some news about about a situation in Tigard, Oregon. Tigard, Oregon, where I live, Tigard-Tualatin School District. I think this will be really interesting for you because this is the kind of monkey business what we call the games people play, that is practiced not only by school board directors, but other elected officials. They know their way around, and they want to kind of stretch the rules and take advantage of the ignorance of people like you and I and the average citizen. We don't know half of what goes on behind the scenes, An Oregon school board director illegally held his seat after moving to Colorado. Are you kidding? He moved to Colorado, but continues to hold the seat on a school board in Tigard, Oregon. This is crazy, but of course there's a reason behind it. Marvin Lynn Director did not live and work in Oregon since taking a position with Colorado University in March of 2022. He left Tigard for Denver, Colorado in July of last year to serve as the Dean of Education. And we can prove that we have a Twitter post uh, that shows that that he was he's excited to join uh, Denver University, and that's the way he puts it. I'm I'm excited to be joining CU Denver Ed this summer as dean. He goes on to announce that CU Denver has selected him to serve as the university's next dean of the School of Education and Human Development. It's no mystery where Mr. Lynn was working. Uh, He was also listed as a Tiger-Tualatin School District Board member. Mr. Lynn knew in March of 2022 that he was leaving for Denver, Colorado to take his new position as the Dean of Education. Subsequent to leaving, Lynn stepped down from the Educator Advancement Council position that he also had held. So it was obvious that he knew he, he knew all about this, and he purposely stayed on the school board. Wouldn't you think he would have resigned from the school board if he resigned from the Educator Advancement Council position? Now, what's fascinating about this is that the Tiger-Tualatin School District Superintendent Sue Ricky is also a member of the Educator Advancement Council in other words she was serving on the same uh, board as he was in another capacity it was purposeful intent to illegally hold his seat you would think it would be illegal and guess what guys it's actually illegal <laughs> Mr. Lynn intentionally remained on the Tiger-Tualatin School District Board. And Superintendent Ricky purposely colluded to breach board policy and state law, mind you. And all parties involved were aware of the board policy. So it's not like one knew and the other didn't. They knew and they probably discussed it. Now that we don't have proof of that but quote, the board shall declare the office of a director. This is um, school board policy. The board shall declare the office of a director vacant upon any of the following. And then it goes on to say that when an incumbent ceases to be a resident of the district. In other words, policy does specifically address this. And it's not, it's not right. It's not only not right, but it goes against school board policy now we have link had links to all of these documents uh but uh, it's funny, you know when I went back to look at them, they're not there huh ha <laughs> ha. I wonder why that's the case. Okay, so based on this information, it is evident that Lynn's decision to remain on the tiger tualatin School District Board was premeditated, hello, with the support of Superintendent Ricky and the tiger tualatin School Board. Because of this, we have been encouraging members of the citizenry in the city of Tiger, including uh, myself, to um, to send a letter of interest uh, for the Tiger Tualatin School Board appointment for Marvin Lynn's vacated seat. And by the way, he, Mr. Lynn finally resigned from his post as a Tiger Tualatin School Board member. It took community members sounding the alarm to put pressure on the board via emails and calls. The Tiger-Twellton School Board broke many Oregon revised statutes in this corrupt action, actually went against state law. And now the community has an opportunity to hold Dr. Lynn as well as the rest of the school board accountable. The tiger Twelton School Board will select Lynn's replacement. The tenure of this school board position is six months until an election is held to fill the remaining two years of the board's seat. So we're encouraging all t- uh, Tigard and Tualatin citizens to apply with letters of interest. All eligible candidates submitting a letter should be interviewed, guys, and you know why. Because, I mean, I expect to be interviewed. I expect to be considered for this seat just as any other member of the community Uh, legal citizen in Tigard or Tualatin, Oregon should be considered. We put out an email. We set it up in our our news alert so that people could click there to send a letter of interest to the Tigard-Tualatin School Board requesting to be considered. And I did receive confirmation back. Stay tuned. It's going to be fun. We'll see if they follow through as they should with an invitation for me and all the rest of those who have um, submitted a request to be interviewed for this seat. Now, we wrote another email subsequently (laughs) because we found out some new information about Dr. Lynn. Well, it turns out that um, there are more games that people play We thought that this issue was about not resigning from political office when one doesn't live in the school district anymore, okay? That that was the main problem and the main issue. But in the course of correspondence between Jeanette Shada and Dr. Lynn, um, it turns out there's more. Wow. What game was played? What additional game was played? Why was it so important that Lynn not resign yet? Well, it's clear that the Tiger-Tolton School District game plan was to keep Marvin Lynn on the board until after the May election. 15 months after he knew he was leaving Oregon. That's more than a year, guys. A a year and three months. Come on. This just went too far. I mean, Lynn tried to play the race victim card in his private email to Jeanette Shada, accusing her of waging a, quote, racist harassment campaign, unquote against him personally and his children who are attending schools in Tigard. Shada was not aware or thought about Lynn's skin color. Well, why would she? She didn't need to. That was not the, there was no issue there and there wouldn't, there wouldn't ever be. But when she began researching the issue of illegally holding office, she did run across his photos and he is an African-American. Okay, but it's naive to assume that this man made that insinuation when it was he who broke the law, not Shada. I mean, he's the one who broke the law. Now listen to this. This is what he wrote to Jeanette, accusing her of racism. It has recently come to my attention that you have blind copied a multitude of my colleagues at the University of Colorado to spread your racist campaign of hate against me. Yes, Jeanette did include the email addresses of uh, Dr. Lynn's new employer. He went on to say, I have already reached out to Tiger Tualatin School District legal counsel in this matter, and all emails from you to my colleagues in Denver have been forwarded to them. Oh, he forwarded them to the, to the attorney. I am also prepared to file a restraining order against you and take other legal action. If this does not stop immediately, I understand that you disagree with me and fellow school board members about a range of ideas. However, that does not give you or anyone else the right to threaten my employment and engage in cyberbullying and threats of me and my colleagues. This is this is harassment and must stop now. Marvin Lynn, Ph.D., Now, here's the problem. I mean, poor Lynn, he is just beside himself because because Jeanette's got him going, doesn't she? Okay, the fact is that was a threat from an elected official because when he made that threat, he was still a board member. No, elected official should threaten citizens. School board directors are elected. And sometimes they forget, though, that they're elected officials, don't they? They think they're kings and queens. But the truth is that Lynn threatened Shada while he was still an elected official. He failed to take responsibility for his deception in his verbal or written statement and purposely triggered Antifa activists to slander Shada's name in social media. Yep. That did happen. Shada says, quote, that is harassment and racism on his part towards me. And it is sad that he went down the race road, which shows his true colors as a racist peddling critical race theory across the country, which is disappointing for a man of his educational caliber. It just shows how he isn't wise, despite his educational credentials. Too bad he doesn't follow after Dr. King Jr. Well, we agree. And the allegation was unexpected and a low blow coming from a highly educated black or white man who ought to know better. This feels like racism against white people. (laughs) Lynn is too young to remember one of the first fights fought for civil rights by voting the 1964 U.S. Civil Rights Act into law. The opposing party at that time, in 64, the Democrats did not want it. Not one of them voted in favor of the 64 U.S. Civil Rights Act. The political cartoon that that we show is a good description of where we really are in this discussion. It's a a penis cartoon and two, two little boys, including Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown and his black friend. And the black friend says, racism sucks. And Charlie Brown answers, being falsely accused of racism sucks too. Then and now, most people of all types are against making others feel less than for foolish, trivial reasons like skin color. Parents' rights and education leaders and followers of color across the country are angry about their children being told by critical race theorists that they are oppressed While at home, their parents have drilled into them the truth. They can achieve just as much or more if they work hard and follow the rules. All of our children must be encouraged to try to take on a challenge and never give up. Grades are like golf scores. We are playing a game of self-improvement. If you have ever been on a diet, you know that no one can attain success at achieving the goal but you. Anyone can aim low and hit. Well, it appears advanced degrees do little to educate people about how to reason. Lynn has made our case about the need to get back to basics in our public schools. Maybe he needs to revisit Critical Thinking 101. And this is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Please consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education. We need your help. We have big plans in mind, and because of a very generous one-time contribution of $25,000, we are challenging our listeners and our readers, all of our supporters to match that, gives $12 a month. If there were only 500 of you, that would tally up to $6,000 a month, almost tripling the $25,000 check we just received in one year be part of that club we call it the 12 by 12 club a link to our website is in the show notes or go to parents rights see you soon